0: Greetings, I'm Lisbon Versi, Agriculture Educator for UW Extension in Brown County, Wisconsin. We talked last week about the high-risk groups on the dairy farm that are especially impacted by heat stress, and today we will continue our conversation and talk about what we can do in the diet to help limit losses from heat stress. Panel today is Randy Shaver, Dairy Nutrition Specialist and Professor for UW-Madison and UW-Extension, Matt Lippert, Agriculture Agent for UW-Extension in Wood County, and myself. Now there are various ways we can change the diet during the summer. Uh, Matt, what are some adjustments we can make in the diet to help reduce losses on the dairy farm caused by heat stress?
1: Well, thank you, Liz. in my experience, uh, if you've got a very well-balanced da- diet uh, initially, um, that diet is going to serve you well uh, even under heat stress. What we tend to see is if uh, if diets are pushing the edge of uh, some parameter in the ration uh, for whatever reason, uh, we'll see those problems manifest themselves more under heat stress. We also see sometimes that uh, dry matter intakes will drop considerably and suddenly and uh, for obvious reasons this will uh, be of great concern to the management, the feeders and so forth and sometimes we make quick adjustments that uh, probably don't fit in the realm of being consistent and well balanced. So um, I judge on the air of caution not to do too many things drastic, Uh, we are going to see dry matter intakes drop. Um, I think we should avoid in any of these diets any extremes in uh, uh, starch or fiber or fat or protein, and uh, moderation in the, in the heat stress situations is a, a very good thing. Uh, we know that in heat stress, that uh, cows behave differently, so uh, uh, they'll sort feed more, uh, they'll they'll um, they'll gather and uh, and they'll. Uh, crowd in areas and they'll uh, eat less frequently Uh, but sometimes those diets that they eat will actually uh, be uh, larger individual meal size than uh, normal. So even though their intakes are down, they they may have a situation of uh, some slug feeding going on. We're also going to see if there's any crowding in the groups that uh, the effects of social hierarchy um, is going to manifest itself more. Under heat stress situations, so some cows are uh, going to manage all right, and some others are going to be more challenged. So uh, another area that would be is uh, sorting could be an issue if uh, if uh, if the diet's delivered well initially, but uh, cows are uh, 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 showing up after the ration is sorted, uh, they may not have uh, the diet that we want. There, there's some obvious things that. Uh, I feel, normally are in well-balanced rations anyhow, but uh, we want to make sure that we uh, pay attention to uh, adequate intakes of buffers, um, salt levels in the ration, potassium. Uh, we feed a lot of uh, high concentrate, high corn silage, high byproduct rations these days, and it's, it's very typical that uh, those diets could be low in potassium. And uh, I think if we go back in time, uh, that usually was not a nutrient, uh, mineral that we were too concerned about in the diet, but uh, certainly that's one that uh, could show up more so under heat stress. Um, certainly, uh, inclusion of things that are going to stabilize room and environments uh, such as yeast or some microbial products uh, have a place in the diets for heat stress situations. Uh, personally, I like uh, a moderate, not a high level, but some level of fat. It's uh, It uh, doesn't generate heat. It's energy dense. And so uh, in the summer when cows are eating less and need more energy, uh, we can't go overboard with that because we want to keep a healthy and stable rumen. So we should look at the type of fat, but I think a little bit of that in diet is going to be helpful under uh, heat stress situations. And then I would say, uh, Um, Use your best forages, if at all possible. Um, That's going to help with intakes. Uh, We know that uh, some uh, lower digestibility forages actually generate more heat in the diet. And so uh, uh, if you can uh, have something that's very appealing to the animals that they're going to eat, that will help you in a long ways. And uh, I know Randy is going to have a lot to add to that. So Randy, could you uh, comment further?
2: Sure, Matt. Uh, you really covered things nicely. Just a few things that I would add. Nutrition is certainly part of the the puzzle, but it's uh, really not the major factor. I I would step back a little bit and just think about cow comfort and uh, crowding issues, uh, make sure cows are using the stalls, uh, lying versus standing, and then it's ventilation and cooling and those things are really what is most important or are most important and then we move into some of the nutritional aspects and I would agree with Matt that really try to avoid the extremes but much of what we do normally to feed cows uh, really uh, is very impactful during these periods of heat stress Uh, but kind of key on the list uh, in terms of most important would be water and uh, salt as was mentioned and certainly the buffers uh, not just sodium bicarbonate but also uh, potassium on these higher corn silage diets and um, then really recognizing that under periods of heat stress cows do not ruminate as much and they actually spend more time panting and trying to uh, get rid of uh, the heat and so we need to be aware of that but as was mentioned Uh, fiber and forage uh, do need to be fermented in the cow's rumen and do produce heat and so really key to this is making sure we're minimizing sorting uh, trying to maybe feed more frequently so that we don't have a lot of slug feeding and avoiding overcrowding so we don't have a lot of slug feeding and then making sure that we have adequate uh, particle length on our uh, forage fiber so that we do get as much rumination as, as we can to maintain rumen and pH and, and keep, keep those cows healthy. Uh, I would agree wholeheartedly that uh, some level of fat to provide energy in kind of a cool form, um, a high energy density and, and an energy source that does not create a heat of fermentation uh, is very important, but I would certainly look towards many of the key management uh, components and some of the major nutritional uh, factors uh, when we try to to do a better job of feeding cows that are exposed to uh, heat and humidity during the summer.
0: Well thank you t- again to our wonderful panel today. If